There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Coin flips. What do you think the odds are? Oh, I don't know, man. It's a coin toss. 50-50. Wouldn't it be? You would think. I mean, unless there's some weird weighted thing to coins that I don't know anything about. Is one side heavier than the other? Yeah. Not to date ourselves, but remember when people actually carried coins? <laughs> Does it matter on and the type of coin? The, yeah. And if someone wanted a quick random result, they would just flip, flip a coin. Usually a quarter. Well, they if still they do had it a half a dollar. Game. Yes, they do. They if they do have it. a half a half a dollar. Should I get that second cup of coffee? Uh, let's <laughs> flip a coin. Anyway, it turns out that it is not as random as we thought. A new study found that coin tosses actually have a slight tendency to land on the same side they started from. Really? Oh, that's good to know. And is that a flipper because of the flipper? Mm. Well, they did 350,000 coin flips, to be sure. And they found that coins landed on the same side 51% of the time. Oh, for crying out loud. Rather than it being a completely random and unpredictable 50-50 outcome. Now, 51% is still close to 50%, but it Pretty is darn. statistically significant, Jen. Well, if you do 100,000 times, then yes. In this case, it was 350,000 times. So, in other words, a coin flip is still random enough to decide where to get lunch, but this research could change things for more impactful stuff like gambling where high stakes are involved. Mm. And this is not the first time someone has talked about the same side bias. Back in 2007, researchers from Stanford did the math and determined that vigorously flipped coins tend to come up the same way they started again 51% of the time. So we have to flip vigorously. Correct. Uh, let's okay. do the math on that vigorously. Yes. <laughs> the math. Do the math. Do we have any stats on rock, paper, scissors? Oh, always go with rock. Is that what you're looking for? I don't know. Mm. There is one caveat in both of these experiments. The coins were flipped and then caught. There was no bouncing. So the coins were caught in the tosser's palm. Oh, okay. Sometimes people slap the coin down on a table or the back of their other hand, thus turning it over once. If you do this, then it's the reverse of the same side bias. This sounds like a lot of math. I'm now. I'm out. It is. That's why the guys at Stanford are doing this. <laughs> I'll just do it already. Let's... I'm just done. <laughs>
So it gives a 51% chance to the side that was down when the coin started. Oh, my word. And by the way, the study involved all kinds of coins, including foreign currency. So it was not an issue with the makeup or design of any one particular coin, Jen. Okay. If, if you like doing coin flips, uh, you can still keep a coin toss effectively random by either whether you let it bounce on a hard surface or even by shaking the coin in your cupped hands first so that the starting position is unknown okay. and more random. All right. Okay. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? What else? What else? The, the record for world's largest gourd. Gourd. Oh, my like God. Pumpkin. What is it? Is back in American hands, guys. Good to know. Uh, the World Championship Pumpkin Way Off was on Monday near San Francisco, and the winner was a 2,749 pound pumpkin grown in Minnesota. That's cool. I saw it. It's I big. I love this. It is big. Yeah, the previous record was a pumpkin out of Italy. It weighed in at 2,702 pounds back in 2021, so this was 47 pounds heavier. Uh, its name is Michael Jordan. The guy who grew it named, yeah. af named it after Michael Jordan because the year is 2023, and Jordan wore number 23, and he was hoping it might be the greatest of all time. Get it? Wow. By oh, Michael Gordon. Cool. Oh, that's funny. You know, this funny. weekend is um, the Operation Pumpkin. Oh, in Hamilton. In Hamilton. And Jeff, if you're interesting, interested in seeing giant gourds like this, they do that this weekend. Like on Friday night, they do it where they have everyone brings their giant pumpkins and they put them on the little... I don't know, piece of equipment that lifts them up and takes them to the scale. And oh, wow. Yeah, they do uh, pumpkin carving. They also have buckets of mini donuts. Yeah, the oh, payout wow. on this thing was nine bucks a pound. Wow. So he sold it for just under $25,000. That's cool. That would only net him around ten grand because I guess it cost him $15,000 to grow. Who buys a pumpkin that that's that big? Like Libby's. Uh, Libby's? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know what you do with that. Uh, he got an extra thirty grand for breaking the record, so he actually made about forty thousand dollars. Wow. I mean, is the I wonder if the flavor is different in one that large? Mm, it has to be, right? You would think. Uh, I don't know. It's like, probably really good if they nurture it to keep growing. It's probably got all the vitamins and nutrients compared to like the ones in our yard where we just plant the seed and. Well, maybe they grow back from dumping last year's jack-o'-lantern in the yard. That's what we did. We accidentally grew... Uh, Whatever, we'll pick them later. Oops. Yeah, we accidentally grew some gourds that way. Because you're supposed to cut them up and feed them to the deer. And they just grow sometimes. That's fun, though, to have a random pumpkin pop up. Now, if I told you something has a 30% success rate... A what? A 30% success rate. That's like, not well, very Let's good. say, Jen, we're going to perform surgery on you Yeah. for an ailment that you're dealing with. It has a 30% success rate. Yeah. Would you say that's good? No, I'd, I would not be optimistic. You yeah. see the pharmaceutical commercials on TV, every other spot, they sometimes tell you the percent rate, and it's never higher than 30 on some of those things. Yeah, I mean, that... But to me, it, on the surface, does not sound good. But life or death or better than none, right, could be a good 
number. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about the Major League Baseball playoffs, which are underway right now. And despite some rule changes to benefit hitting, only nine full-time players hit over 300. 300. Right. Yeah. Which inspired someone to ask the internet, what is a profession where a 30% success rate would mean you're actually successful, considered successful at what you do? And there were actually a lot of good responses. Yeah, what did it say? Uh, The best ones include sales and marketing. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Followed by a business that Fritz used to work in, debt collection. Oh, that's Mm. a good time. A 30% success rate is actually considered pretty good in debt collection. Oh, yeah. If you can get 30% money, that is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, If you're a defense attorney and you're only successful... 30% 30% of the time, that's considered successful. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to hire this attorney. See, all of those, that, but to me, that just, it wouldn't in baseball. But any of these other things, to, to fail 70% of the time and only get wins, thir- that would be exhausting. It would be exhausting, especially if you're like a startup investor or an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, they say the majority of businesses, you know, don't make it. With the, after a year, they end up closing down. Uh, songwriters. Uh, I mean, <laughs> oh, a 30% God. success rate, that would be amazing because it only takes oh. one. Well, yeah, hit. one mega hit, but yeah. Oh, I don't Same know. Same thing with scammers. Scammers consider 30% success rate <laughs> scammers. very profitable. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, I can like see where scammers on would. the list. Same thing with, uh, according to this, realtors. Which I don't know what they're basing that on. Is they're you basing that houses, on? You show ten people a house. And oh god! Yeah, three of them buy. I don't know. That's where I would not have the patience to be a realtor because I'm not going to take a client around and show them ten, fifteen, twenty different houses. Yeah. It's just, it, it. I mean, I don't care how much they spend. It's just, you know, just so they can go and end up buying owner or something. Yeah. Which that oh, kind happens. of thing happens all the time. It happens. I wouldn't be deal. maddening. Yeah. Like, I wonder when the, with the songwriters, like, do they know which three out of the 10 are going to be the hits? Or are they often like, I can't believe that that's the one. Probably both. Out of all of these. That made it. I don't know. I think sometimes they do know. You know, like they know. Like, you know, you think Taylor Swift, when she writes an album, I think she knows, like, this, this, and this, and this are my faves. I went, you know. The others are just something she likes. That's a question I would love to ask, like, somebody who's had a lot of hits. Like, which which of your songs that was a major hit were you most surprised was a major hit? That you did not see it coming? Yeah. I would love to know what their answer would be. She loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or na, 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 na. <laughs> yeah. Be interesting. Yeah, I think about that. Others were made specific to be obvious, like professional lottery player. Or Oh, a, my God. If that was a 30%. Yeah. Or, or a doctor who only takes on terminally ill cancer patients. I mean, oh, yeah. hell, if, he, if he's got a 30... If he saves 30% of them. Yeah, that's huge. That's big. And then there were some funny responses. Like, 
stormtrooper or whatever Jim Cramer does for a living. <laughs> How about MLB umpire, Major League Baseball umpire? All right. Do you know what out of pocket means? Yeah, it means you have to pay. Like if you if it's insurance and it's eighty your, twenty your and yeah, your portion is out of pocket. Would you have to pay? Yeah, see, right? you've given away your age. Oh yeah, by answering that way. Yeah, Merriam Webster's only definition for it is about money, like out of pocket expenses with your insurance plan. But there are two other ways that it's used, and they're a big deal online right now. A lot of millennials use it when they'll be away from their desk or unreachable. I have heard oh, that. Yeah. So, so that you might hear right them now. say, hey, uh, you might not be able to call me today because I'll be out of pocket. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I've heard that. That's dumb. But for Gen Z, <laughs> but for Gen Z, it means something completely different. Over the weekend, some Gen Zer posted a video making fun of his boss for using it all the time. He said she'll say things like, I'll be out of pocket for a few hours this afternoon, and he thinks it's hilarious. And here's why. To Gen Z, out of pocket means out of character or unhinged. Oh, that's fun. Oh, my God. She is totally out of pocket right now. I don't She's know. She's out of pocket right now. I can't say I've heard anyone use it that way. No? And that my boss. Dumb too. Every time she's going to be out of the office for a portion of the day, not the whole day, but like for a, a, a doctor's appointment or something, she'll say, so I'm going to be out of pocket today from one to two. And it just cracks me up every time because it's like, what you going to get up to, girl? <laughs> yeah. So if you say to a, a young person out of pocket, they don't hear. I'll be unreachable. They think you mean I'm getting crazy this afternoon. Yeah. That's okay. fun. Yeah. I'm going to be out of pocket this afternoon. <laughs> I'm going to have to pay out of pocket. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> well, that's when you that's pay. That's the only one that makes yeah. sense. Because what? I, it's, it's a pot. You're taking things out of your pocket. You're taking money out of your pocket. And putting it into. And paying. But I like I can't believe more of them obviously aren't paying their own insurance bills. Because even when you call, they'll say, your out-of-pocket due is blah, 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 blah. We're getting new insurance here at work. It's enrollment time. We have to read all those brochures. <sighs> it's time for that right now. Oh, man. <laughs> Where's the boxed wine? It's. <laughs> 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 His choices are always the worst. Time for the Boda Box. Yes. I know. I was kind of excited. They said it's actually going to be slightly less expensive this year. Which makes me feel excited. But then I'm wondering, like, well, how much is it going to be? We need to learn about that. I don't know. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you can pay less out of pocket with your new insurance. Two cops got fired for ignoring a robbery. These are a couple of Los Angeles Police Department officers um, who, I guess, remember back in 2017 when everybody was playing Pokemon Go for a hot minute? Oh, yeah. yeah. The LAPD released footage from 2017 of two cops ignoring a robbery to play Pokemon Go. They were parked across the street from the place that got robbed. Wow. And another cop who saw them radioed for backup. And it's not like they didn't hear it or they didn't notice it. They pretended they didn't hear it and drove off. 
to go find a Snorlax. Wow. That's nuts. And that's not a joke. A camera in their squad car caught them talking about a Snorlax that popped up nearby. And it also caught them speeding through a residential neighborhood and driving the wrong way down a one-way street. Wow. Okay. One of them had been a cop for seven years. The other was a 17-year veteran. They knew better. So they both got fired in 2018, but they appealed it. They originally tried to claim they didn't hear the radio because of loud music playing nearby, but they lost that appeal last year after footage from their cars showed that they were lying. And it finally got released after someone filed a records request for the uh, for the video. Wow. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Q. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Or as close as we can get it. Uh, but first, a Connecticut woman has been arrested after entering into a police department lobby and shooting at a bullet resistance Resistant. What is she doing? <laughs> what so, happens when you shoot a bullet? When you shoot a a bullet into a bulletproof glass, does it bounce back at you, or does it like does the glass absorb it and stop it? How does that work? I can't say for certain because I I don't I'm not proficient in the technology, but it's my understanding, secondhand understanding, uh, that. Depending on the type of glass, it will take the bullet, but it won't penetrate. That okay. makes sense. I mean, certainly there's some, I would imagine there's some fragments, you know, that some shrapnel or whatnot. That I mean, could she shoot her eye bounce out? off, but yeah, I mean, potentially it's yeah. dangerous for sure. But uh, yeah, the police chief is talking about the professionalism of the officers when being shot at by a woman named Suzanne Laprise. Their workplace, just like in their homes, you um, you think you're the most safe there. Uh, so certainly, you know, you're vulnerable at that point. And, and certainly not ever expecting somebody to walk in and just uh, start shooting up the place like that. What is wrong? Yeah, luckily no one was in the lobby and all of the glass is bulletproof. I mean, I mean I, they showed... They showed it on TV. I mean, she's not even, she's kind of just randomly sort of waving the gun like she's not really, 
She doesn't strike you as someone who's very proficient in firearms usage. She didn't know. She didn't look like she knew what she was doing. Not really. So, do we know what she was? What what her deal was? No. Mm-mm. No. She uh, she set her gun down and she was taken down with a taser and stormed by cops. My God, this wow. world. Yeah. Mm. I know. Stressed out. Now there is a great scene. And No Time to Die, the last 007 movie. And he's in that, um, what's that car? Is that an Aston Martin? Some, you know, the, the fancy silver you know, sports yeah. car that he's always driving around in each. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those new super high-tech editions. And this yeah. thing is like totally bulletproof. And he's surrounded. And, and they're just like shooting at it from all ends. And sure. You know, how's he going to get out of it? It doesn't look like he's going to make it, does it? No, it doesn't. Did you see No No. Time to Die? You should watch it. Are the bullets just ricocheting off of it? Bing, 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 It's it's almost like it's sort of absorbing. Like it's taking it, it's absorbing it, but it's not not penetrating. Mm. And he doesn't seem worried in the least, even though it looks like he's done for. He never never looks worried. He wouldn't be Bond if he did. I know. I can't wait to. I can't wait to see who the next James Bond is. Now I'm surprised they haven't figured that out yet. I'm still voting for Idris Elba. I don't know. Yeah, he came up the other day. He is so hot. I love him and his accent. He could. Can you just see him now in some sort of like tailored suit? Oof, ready to go. Who's that other guy that you liked from uh, Bridgerton? Oh, Bridgerton yeah, the, guy. Yeah. Duke. the Duke. Wasn't there some yeah. Rene Jean? Talk about him. Doing his it. face. Yes, I would like that. I mean, I think that they could just share the role. Because Idris Salba, he's not he's not a young guy, yeah. is he? He's up there. Yeah, but neither is what's his name that's doing it. Daniel Craig when he started. True. Well, but that's the thing is the bond that whoever they get, they want him to do Multiple five, six, years. seven, ten. Well, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Guess I'll go with Rene. Right. All right, I'm excited about two things. One is the holiday luncheon, the uh, the company holiday luncheon is moving back to Maggiano's. Love that. We're going to be there, huh? Yep. Mm -hmm. Past the fried cheese. We haven't been there since before COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I can't tell you how excited. I just like going off campus. I enjoy them. Jeff was very, he was so excited yesterday that he was like, Fritch, did you see Mike's email? I'm thinking Mike's our general manager, you know. And I'm like, well, what is it? What, what happened? What serious thing yes. is it? The luncheon is back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've had it brought in, mm-hmm. I think, last year. And it was okay, but yeah, I kind of like having everybody in the same room. Yeah, I talked to him about that. You know, as a, as a member of the fun committee, I talked to him and I was like, and he was like, well, what did we do last year? I was like, remember we brought Maggiano's in, but it didn't have the same vibe to me because everyone was kind of spread out. I mean, we have a lot of space here, but we don't have a space big enough where everyone can be in the same room at the same time. Yeah. So so, so you leveraged your power and influence. No, I just said I would prefer if we go anywhere, it would be more fun to go off campus. Don't you guys think? I think it was your argument that yeah. made it happen. I mean, just making all the your power, the fun all your, all your dreams come true. I know. Yeah. <laughs>
Thank man, you, who knew? Yeah. Don't underestimate the fun committee, man. That's right. They're savages. That's right. <laughs> they get stuff done. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure and then, will. speaking of getting stuff done, the Western and Southern Open is staying. Can you Isn't believe that? that? I that thought is... I thought it, we were a goner. Everybody did. Well, yeah. it I was. There was no so way. No, they even, they, I mean, they talked to all the parties involved. They said it was gone. Yeah. Like, it was pretty Over. much a, a so how done did we deal. Save it? Money. Okay. <laughs> Well, it was money, but it was also a team effort because literally everyone had to get involved. Um, you know, obviously the the Warren County commissioners took a lead role in this. Is that Dave Young? I, I yes. know him. Yeah. So he spearheaded the whole. We thing. have a lot of mutual friends, and that guy, he is such a nice guy to hang out with. I had no idea how involved in Warren County he was. Like the, he is the Warren County guy. Well, and he says. Fifty millions coming from the state, fifty wow. millions coming from the county, thirty million is coming from Mason. But they also got like P and G, Fifth Third, Kroger, everybody involved. That's so amazing. Everybody just go. teamed up. Jeff Birding got involved. Way like go, the people. governor got involved. That's great. It is great. And it's amazing. This is such a big deal because this is the longest running tournament in the country. It's, it, they've been playing that in Cincinnati since 1899. Holy so, cow. Yeah. I mean, that, that just would have been. let it go. No. Yeah. No. And so the tournament says over $200 million in investments are coming to the Lindner Family Tennis Center. And come 2025, the tournament will expand to two weeks of competition for both men and women. And they've locked in, what, 25 years? That 25 years. And no, no raises in taxes for it, which is great. At least right. I thought I heard that yesterday. Uh, fans can expect to see new player areas, more and biggest, more and bigger tennis courts, and a major overhaul of the main facility by 2025, with some improvements expected as soon as next year. That's awesome. That's my understanding. Uh, okay, so the 2024 Western and Southern Open is set to begin Monday, August 12th, and run through Tuesday, August 20th. Uh, and then it's my understanding, I guess after that, it won't be called the Western and Southern Open because now you have all these other sponsors, participating sponsors. So I don't know what they're going to call it, but has it always been the Western? How long has it been the Western Southern? I Open? mean, for as long as I can remember. Yeah, it feels like that. Our, what, what do we remember what it was before? Recent memory. No, but they revealed the news in a video starring uh, Coco Goff. And Novak Djokovic. Awesome. The two individual winners of this past year's tournament. Yeah. And they led with your wonderful tournament is staying in Cincinnati. Yay. And they probably said the word Cincinnati like 15 times. I mean, even though it happens in Mason, you know, they keep saying Cincinnati. So it may, whatever the new name is, Mm -hmm. possibly include Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's what a relief. Cool. Yeah, sorry, that's what a relief. I know people were that, that were close to that. Or well, and it just feels like that devastated. space is so massive. If they didn't have a huge tournament there, what, what would mean, they do with they it? They have some other tournaments there, but this is, I mean, that's that's it, man. And it's beautiful. And they said they're expanding, and I think, Jeff, also to two weeks. Yes. Like of, is that right? Did yes. you say that? I didn't remember. If I did. That. Oh, that's that'll help. Right. I think that'll that's help. awesome. Bring more income. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Big time. Okay, if you're driving right now and you're listening to this conversation and uh, this makes you need to pee, <laughs> I apologize in advance. <laughs> I'll be right back.
but do you ever need to use the bathroom, but your, your body knows you're still like 20 minutes out and the urge just kind of goes away for a while, like you can sort of forget about it? Yeah. But then as soon as you pull into your driveway, all of a sudden, oh my God, I really need to go. Oh yeah, to the point where you're like, Cross leg walking through the garage. Oh, yeah. yeah, it happens. <laughs> what is it that? Happens. I don't know. So someone asked doctors why that happens and what you can do about it. And here comes the science. Basically, your brain and bladder are constantly communicating with each other to prevent you from peeing your pants. Uh-huh. And luckily... They're very good at that. They're they very are. in sync. They got Thank a goodness. system down. So if your brain knows that there is not a bathroom nearby, it actually tells the muscles around your bladder to chill out. That's cool. But as soon as you're within proximity yeah. of a bathroom, yep. it suddenly tells the muscles around your bladder to start contracting. <laughs> so it gets harder to hold it in and the urge to pee skyrockets. What do you know? Yeah. So, is there anything that you can do about it? Eagles. That's funny. <laughs> I was going to say yes and no. The term for it is latch key incontinence because it tends to happen while we're fumbling for our keys at the front door. It's just kind of a natural response, and you can't really trick yourself into thinking that you have more time. But the more it happens, the more likely it is to happen again. So, if you can somehow break that pattern, it might happen less. You're essentially teaching your brain it's time to pee as soon as you see your front door. So if that is a common problem, you may want to start using the bathroom before you get in the car, even if you don't need to go. Do you guys do that before you, like every day before I leave here, I always go. I do too. I got to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I'm not going right home. Right. And also, like, you know, I live in Ross from here, which isn't super far, but if there's any sort of traffic incident between here and there, I'm never, yeah, I can't get off and just go to the bathroom. Yeah. You got to go before you leave work. Because, you know, soiling yourself in the car sucks. (laughs) I've heard. Yeah. Bad. (laughs) I heard that's awful. It's not a fun experience, (laughs) I've been told. Okay. Hope you got leather. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.